Xi Jinping started a family when he was working in southeast China's Fujian province. He and Peng Liyuan were married in Xiamen in September of 1987. On their wedding day, they didn't have a grand ceremony, but only invited a few colleagues to a simple meal. As part of the wedding tradition, his colleagues teased the newlyweds and requested to visit their residence for a cup of tea. Xi Jinping readily agreed. Four colleagues squeezed into the small dorm room where Xi Jinping lived at the time. The newlyweds soon realized that they didn't have enough cups for a party of six, and improvised by using bowls and other containers as makeshift teacups. The bride went out and bought a packet of candy in a nearby shop and handed them out as happy wedding sweets among the guests. Sorry, we didn't prepare any wedding keepsakes for you. Now, actually, you have the best gift. Your singing would be the best one. All right, I'll sing a song for you all. That was a reenactment of the conversation based on published works. Close friends, light tea, and a delightful live musical performance were fond memories of their wedding ceremony. Xi Jinping and Peng Liyuan's daughter was born in Fuzhou in 1992. A photo of Xi Jinping riding a bike carrying his daughter captures their happy life in the provincial capital of Fujian. Xi Jinping grew up in a family with a simple lifestyle and very strict discipline. His father, Xi Zhongxun, once served as Chinese Vice Premier and Secretary General of the State Council or China's Cabinet. Despite the high position, Xi Jinping's childhood home was no different from an ordinary household. In the winter time, they stored Chinese cabbage, turnips, and green onions to eat throughout the cold weather. A few plates of peanuts, walnuts, and sweets on the living room table were reserved for guests, just like in any other Chinese family back then. For many years, the food served on the dining table in the Xi family consisted of typical Shanxi dishes such as steamed cornflour buns, stir-fried vegetables, and a local spicy soup. Xi Jinping's mother, Qi Xing, said he grew up on those cornflour buns. Xi Jinping recalled that most of his clothes from childhood were hand-me-downs from his elder sisters. His mother re-dyed clothes with floral prints in black for Xi Jinping. He said his father's frugal lifestyle and strict discipline at home were well known. Under the influence of Xi Zhongxun, Xi Jinping learned to work hard and live a thrifty lifestyle. Parents set the best examples. As time passed by, Xi Jinping grew into a hardworking and down-to-earth person with strict self-discipline. In March 1982, Xi Jinping left Beijing and arrived in North China's Hebei Province to serve as Deputy Secretary of the CPC Zhengding County Committee. This was the beginning of his political career. When he first arrived in Zhengding, Xi Jinping lived in a single-story building within the compound of the county committee. This room served as both his office and living quarters. It was about ten square meters and simply furnished with a bed, a desk, a chair, and a small bookshelf full of books. 
One sunny noon, a set of bedding was hanging on the clothesline in the courtyard for airing. The color of the quilt had faded after years of washing, and it was narrow and short. The bedding was covered with patches in different colors, and its original color was no longer recognizable. This worn-out set of bedding stood out in the bright light. They belonged to Xi Jinping, the new deputy secretary who just arrived. A whisper in the crowd caused a stir of surprise. Deputy County Governor He Yu rushed to find Xi Jinping when she heard this. Shall I borrow a set of bedding from the guest house for you? They will be more comfortable. No, thank you. But that's not necessary. I'm used to my own set. The quilt is a bit short, but I cover my feet with my overcoat at night. It's good enough. Xi Jinping said the old bedding was handmade by his mother with pieces of cloth cut from worn-out clothing at home. He has had this bedding with him since he was 15, when he left home and started living in the countryside in northern Shanxi. Xi Jinping's attire was plain too. Oftentimes, he wore a cotton overcoat in the winter, shirts in the summer, and a simple tank top when he went on inspections in rural areas. His colleagues who worked with him for three years in Zhengding recalled, "We never saw him wear anything new." When Xi Jinping first arrived in Zhengding, people doubted whether this young man, the son of a high-ranking official from Beijing, could put up with the rustic lifestyle and overcome difficulties. But gradually, their concerns proved to be unnecessary. Xi Jinping's lifestyle turned out to be even thriftier and simpler than theirs. At that time, there was only one canteen inside the compound of the county committee. Meals were served punctually and did not wait for anyone. Xi Jinping, like everyone else there, would bring his lunchbox and queue up at meal times. Sometimes, when he was busy working and missed the canteen schedule. He would make do with two cold steamed buns as a meal. The facilities in the canteen were very basic. There weren't even enough seats for everyone. When the weather was warm, people would eat under a tree in front of the canteen, where there were cement tables and benches. Xi Jinping would sit under the tree with others and chat with them while eating. People would often gather around him, chatting and laughing. Xi Jinping has always kept his lifestyle simple since he was young and never sought privileges. When working as a local official, he lived in dorms and had meals in canteens with other staff members. His offices were always furnished with the bare basics. He would not take a bus if he could just ride a bike, and would not step in a car if he could just take a bus. He always traveled light and refused any special reception when conducting field research in the countryside. Xi Jinping explained, "If I wanted to, I could live much more comfortably than most other people. But what would be the point? If I think for myself too much, I would stray from my goal of serving the people. An official should focus on how to benefit the people during his tenure." Officials should regard themselves as ordinary people and set living standards as basic as possible. 
Xi Jinping said that being honest and upright is the most important virtue of government officials who must abide by the code on honesty and self-discipline. He has lived by the principle of be honest as a person, be clean in one's conduct since his youth. He's the best example of a man of integrity who works for the interest of the public. Back in the 1980s, Xi Jinping was working in Zhengding County in North China's Hebei province, which was not far away from his parents' home in Beijing. Every year, he would travel between Zhengding and Beijing five or six times for meetings and other official business. However, he never had his travel expenses reimbursed, but paid for them out of his own pocket. When asked about it, he said, I sometimes drop by to visit my parents when I go back to Beijing. The expenses also cover my personal needs, so I won't have them reimbursed. Xi Jinping often went to the countryside for field research. Usually, he would have a meal at a local farmer's house on each tour to gain more first-hand information about lives of the locals. Every time, he would pay for the meal with a grain coupon plus a certain amount of cash according to regulations at the time. Xi Jinping kept up this practice over the decades. Even as China's top leader, he still pays for every meal he has on inspection tours. Back to the days when he worked in different localities, he often treated guests to meals with his own money, simple meals with great hospitality. In the early summer of 1985, Xi Jinping was about to leave Zhengding County for Xiamen when he treated his colleagues to a simple meal to say goodbye. A roasted chicken, a plate of peanuts, some vegetables and tofu. Besides setting a good example himself, Xi Jinping also urged fellow government officials to stay disciplined and guard against abuse of power. In June 1988, Xi Jinping went to Ningde City in Fujian province to serve as secretary of the local CPC prefectural committee. At that time, conducting official or business deals over banquets with drinks was quite prevalent in Ningde. After taking office in Ningde, Xi Jinping set specific standards for official receptions at different levels and issued specifications regarding expenses. The ingrained drinking culture among local government officials came to an end. He said, if government officials fail to set an example of integrity, they will lose the trust of the people. In his belief, government officials hold a certain amount of power and they are more likely to make mistakes when it comes to fame and wealth. If officials are not firm with their self-discipline, not alert to temptations around them and keep taking chances against the rules, they will inevitably get into trouble. Over the years, Xi Jinping has been upright and self-disciplined and has also imposed strict requirements on his family members. Every time he moved to a new post, he would remind his family members, relatives and friends that you cannot engage in any business activities where I work or use my name in seeking any personal gains. Otherwise, don't blame me for being harsh on you. And wherever he worked, be it Fujian, Zhejiang or Shanghai, he would invite his colleagues to join the scrutiny over potential abuse of his name for personal gains. 
Xi Jinping said that serving as a government official and making a fortune are two separate paths. If one decides to assume public office, he must stop eyeing for extraordinary wealth. And if one aims for incredible wealth, he shouldn't pursue a career as an official. As the saying goes, you can't eat your cake and have it too. Through these quotes, he reminded government officials and their families to stay clear from acts of corruption. During his tenure in Shanghai in 2007, Xi Jinping discovered on inspection tours that some officials held two posts at the same time. They were both government officials and senior executives in state-owned enterprises. From the enterprises, they received handsome salaries, and as public servants, they enjoyed generous pensions upon retirement. They enjoyed exclusive benefits from both sides. Upon this finding, Xi Jinping instructed the CPC Shanghai Municipal Committee to issue an order requesting local officials to make a clear-cut choice: to stay as public servants or work in enterprises. In the meantime, Xi Jinping was deeply aware that anti-corruption required not only self-awareness but also institutional restraint. With his support, Shanghai launched a pilot reform program to further regulate business activities by spouses or children of government officials. The program required that, in a conflict of interest, either the government officials resign from their public posts or their family members withdraw from business engagements. The campaign was then promoted nationwide, gaining wide support from the people. Many believed it would greatly reduce corruption by family ties and therefore prevent loss of the public interest to individual lacks of malfeasance. Over the years, Xi Jinping has become a role model who honors simplicity and frugality in life and diligence at work. No matter where he works, be it at the local level or at the central level, he has always emphasized that government officials should cultivate their characters and virtues to set examples of honesty and integrity. For him, these are decisive factors in winning people's trust and support, and the foundation of good governance. You've been listening to stories of Xi Jinping. In the next and final episode of season one, we will hear more interesting stories of Xi Jinping as both an avid reader and a passionate writer.